0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Today's, uh, this will be the, the last uh, talk on this fourth exercise of the Satipatthana Sutta. And it um, is. Um, I think it's as easy to overlook this part. It's easy to, which I did for many, many years. It's easy to be dismissive, of it, especially for a Western audience, because it has such, it refers to the body as parts as unclean. And, and it's not in the original text, but the later editors added, added a title for this uh, exercise that, uh, that uh, refers to the repulsiveness of the body. And that's even, you know, many people in the West even more reactive to that. Why would you see the body as repulsive or unclean? And perhaps uh, I shouldn't try to guess at what the ancients were doing and thinking when they had this. But I do know that uh, the Buddha uh, uh, sometimes talks about uh, uh, the... The, our bodily form, our bodily feelings, our bodily, our, uh, our, our perceptions, our mental activity and concoctions, creations, and something that we often call consciousness in the West, um, that uh, he has this sometimes very negative language for it. And sometimes he says it's impermanent, it's empty, it's vain, it's a tumor, it's an illness, it's a fe- it's a uh, burden it's uh you know it's you know it's, it's just kind of has a long list of things which are very kind of negative and if you read it out of context uh it's like wow these buddhists are completely world negating and you know uh opposed to the body and all this and and you know treat the body as some kind of you know as um a, you know a boil a blister uh, something you know just a sore and um but the context of teaching these teachings about how uh, you know these things are in Ill- sickness or an illness or something like that—it's—it's—it um, it uses the word as if, and it's a particular context to use it, and the context is deep, some of the deepest sense of well-being, happiness, and joy that can be experienced in meditation the joy of uh, deeply being absorbed and concentrated that comes with deep, concentrated meditation. And for some people, this is the highest, like, like the pinnacle of of uh, joy and happiness that they've ever experienced in their life um, and in, in a sustained way, is when they're able to, when they drop into these deep, concentrated states. And in that context, where there's so much well-being and happiness, then be careful then not to be attached to the body and to perceptions and feelings, even consciousness. Any attachments, any preoccupation, any fixation on them in that context just feels like a drag. Feels like, now why why would I uh, 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 agitate or muddy or Lose this deep sense of well-being that the whole body feels like it's beautiful and glowing and and um, and uh, alive and settled and finally I'm at home in my body and it just like seems like a wellspring of well-being. Why would I separate myself into the world of concoctions, the world of imed- stories and ideas and shoulds and shouldn'ts, even ones any even ones that are celebrating the body? when the celebration of the body is also a separation from it all. And, um, and, uh, and so in that context, the Buddha said, uh, if all this well-being relate to these parts of these areas as if they're a drag, uh, so that you can stay connected, um, and I think what, you know, so you don't get attached to it, so you can stay connected to this well-being that is onward leading and leads to liberation from all attachments. So, you know, I, this is, uh, so in terms of these 31 parts of the body in this fourth exercise where it talks about it being unclean, I interpret it in that, in that way that in the, it's in a context of developing greater and greater well-being and happiness and being at home in one's body, feeling comfortable in one's skin, um, and just settling in and experiencing it independent of the concoctions, the stories, the interpretation, the opinions we have. And it feels so good to do that that why get involved in the opinions? Why get involved in all these things? And, um, and so, uh, so when is it that it's helpful to be pre- in being present for the body to really see that there are certain ways of relating to the body that are undesirable uh maybe unclean if we because it kind of mires or dirties the waters of attention and our experience. And so as we kind of do this thirty one as we get into the thirty one parts of the body, uh, uh, then uh, more and more we're beginning to free ourselves from the from the concoctions. We're using our imagination a little bit to visualization and inner sense uh, and focus. To focus, uh, if you do the practice steadily, on 31, you know, each systematically going through each, each body part, but you're developing greater and greater embodiment, presence in the body, and a greater sensitivity to the way that the mind concocts, the mind makes stories and ideas, and how we could let go of that and just stay with the body. And this is phenomenally useful for as the Satipatthana Sutta keeps going deeper and deeper into the the basic practice of just mindfulness of body, feelings, mind, and dhammas, that we're beginning to help loosen up the grip of stories, ideas, and some of them are very connected to the body. So this is one of the functions of this 32 parts of the body is to free us from that grip, but also to begin appreciating and being increasing sensitivity to the concocting nature of the mind, the story-making of the mind. Because as we go deeper and deeper in the Satipatthana practice, we're becoming freer and freer of this concocting nature of the mind. We'll we'll see, though, that uh, when we start tomorrow on the four elements, we're still using the imagination to some degree for that. And uh, so we're still learning these lessons. Tomorrow we'll do the four elements, start there, the fifth exercise, and um, the, the, the core, the original, the, 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 the Vipassana instructions, the mindful instruction, which much the, much of the Western uh, Vipassana movement is based on, the insight movement that comes out of the Jack and Joseph and Sharon, and and um, uh, came from those of us who went to Asia to study something called, the, a particular form of Vipassana practice called Mahasi, Mahasi practice. It's named after the teacher Mahasi. Mahasi Sayadaw, and his practice was really centered on the four elements, and, uh, and he was a four, it was, He doesn't. He wasn't explicit about it always, and it wasn't conveyed to the Western practitioners. But the foundation of uh, the modern Western whole experience of of uh, mindfulness-based stress reduction and teachings of Spirit Rock and IMS and all that the fund, it was this uh, four elements meditation. So it has a uh, the pedigree or the, or the lineage we're in is one that really centers on this. And so uh, I'll talk start talking about that tomorrow. And uh, one thing about the, uh, um, last thing about the 31 parts of the body meditation, um, there's a wonderful teacher, a Vipassana teacher in Santa Cruz named Bob Stahl. And every year he does almost a year-long course on, um, the 32 parts of the body meditation. And, uh, it's very popular in people in Santa Cruz. So I say that not many of you are not close to Santa Cruz, but that, uh, um, there is a, uh, uh, people who do this practice find a great love for it. And, and, um, maybe you'll try it out, uh, memorize the list and, uh, or some of the list. usually people memorize them groups of five or six. And then, um, and then just uh, practice it like the way we did today with the uh, skin, flesh, bones, but t- using the different parts. Um, so a couple of uh, little announcements is that um, uh, today I, pu- I posted it in YouTube, if you're on YouTube, um, uh, under the, the video there's in the description of the text, there's the text for this 31 parts of the body and also there's a link, we'll, we'll, we'll keep in there, to go directly to IMC's, uh, the page on IMC's website, where we have my um, um, translation of the Satipatthana Sutta. And um, so as we go through this, you want to see the kind of, you know, the reference point I'm using for this and kind of my understanding of this text. In the translation, you can find that translation there. And you can also find it under the resource uh, menu in um, IMC's website um, as well directly. So, thank you, and um, I look forward to starting the Four Elements uh, tomorrow.